0: For my future baby mama, hope your skin is black as midnight. it take you wet down there I can pitch you in the bins. I can balance out your chakras for is a scene. We can fuck our neighbor goddess off, father odd in heaven as I pray for new McClare's pray to publish. Don't come blummy. Well, I'm at 150 episodes here on the Source Material podcast. And I'll tell you what, it's been a blast. And this evening, it's gonna be a quick, short one here. Uh, and as for the whereabouts of one Ronnie Adams, well, let me just say, whatever crap he gets I- from us tonight. Right. He I darn scared him well off. deserves. You must have. He is he's busy harumphing <laughs> to himself. No harums to like, I'm the, tired
1: every fucking week with this guy. I'm tired of it. <laughs> I'm not coming on the show. Fuck them peoples.
0: Uh nah, I'm sure whatever Ronnie Adams is doing is is uh, number one, he's I know he didn't forget about us because he was reading the, the series this morning and made a few comments uh on our chat. So it's not like he didn't forget to read the book. I think he probably just may have forgot we were doing the podcast tonight. Well, That's let me, okay.
1: For, let me give you you my overview of this uh who is the black panther here's what i have to say black folks
0: oh where's ronnie adams when you need him (laughs) um break the knob off.
1: (laughs) break the knob off
0: but no this this evening we are discussing a six issue series came out in 2005 called who is the black panther mark i I always ask you i know the answer to this question but I, i i want you to let our listeners know why this book this week
1: well, there's a Black Panther movie coming out this Friday. Uh, it's already tracking to do good business. Probably some of the best business the Marvel in the Marvel Cinematic Universe outside of the Avengers films. And this was one of those deals where I knew we were going to be covering a Black Panther book. But I've, I was never a huge fan of Black Panther. Uh, I, I never read any of the solo series. If he was part of the Avengers, which I did read. That was fine, but I all you know, but ultimately I didn't know a tremendous amount about the character, so I didn't know what book to pick up. And I happened to be in the comic book store here in Tampa, and I went through the Black Panther books, and I saw a book that said, "Who is the Black Panther?" And I went, "That's a great question. Maybe <laughs> we should read this and find out what the answer is." And that's how this book and the show came to be. Oh, yes.
0: Well, I I never collected Black Panther. It wasn't a it wasn't a title that I was interested in. I had the fortune to go to an auction with a good friend of ours, a a previous co-host on the show, one good Stephen Marsh, one good Stephen Marsh, who went to an auction with me in Athens, Ohio, and we got some books that were unbelievable, one of which... Steve, Stephen wanted to get some Black Panther issues. Uh, so a box that I bought had some Black Panther stuff in there, and I just let him pillage through it and take whatever he wanted because I wasn't interested really too much in the character himself. There wasn't anything key in there as far as I could tell. Trust me, if it was the first appearance of Black Panther, I'd been all over it. But there, the storyline, or the books were out of the 70s, and the storyline... Give me a second. I'm looking it up here, real quick. There it is. All right. So uh, this is uh, Marvel Premiere featuring the Black Panther. Let me save this real quick. This is one of the issues that he was able to pull out of there. Check that out. <laughs> Marvel Premiere featuring Black Panther.
1: Number it took me a minute to realize what that was because <laughs> I thought I saw K L and immediately my mind went to Claw, which is one of his archenemies. Yeah. You know who's also in the movie was also in Age of Ultron. And then I re- then I was like, wait, that's not a, ooh, that says clad. <laughs> oh, look, there's the rebel flag. Oh, God, it's north uh, horse.
0: There was a, I think there's a villain in here called the hate monger. And, and Stephen Marsh was trying to get, trying to complete this story, actually, because he got this one issue and he was trying to get another issue of it. But anyway, yeah, so I saw that laying in there. Black Panther. Now, for those that are listening, this is what the, the front of it is. We have the Black Panther at last. Chala, which is how I'm going to pronounce it tonight, by the way. T silent. Chala battles the clan, and then we have an exclamation part, exclamation mark in the shape of a. I, I would call that a German S.
1: It's not, yeah, it's the Nazi S.
0: Yep, Nazi S. And we have, yeah, we have a red hooded figure on a white horse with a bunch of clansmen. We got the rebel flag in the background. Uh, the, a high priest of whatever. I, I have no idea what the, the titles are or the he's nomenclature. The grand,
1: he's the fucking Grand Wizard of the. King. Thank you. I, love I love the KKK, bitch. I love it with the fuck me, though. I love no, the here's KKK, the thing. bitch. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> in order
0: for us you got to think about what just happened in order for us to figure out who that person was we had to reference a <laughs> song by a black artist about the kkk put that in in your stock Fucking stuff. a
1: kkk bitch that's what that song was about just Starcher, stop dancing around you say um, it the way ice T says it he loves his count. kkk Body count, Body motherfucker! Count.
0: It's in the house, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen.
1: Body, Body counts, count's in, in the, the house.
0: All right, enough shenanigans there. okay Body
1: count's in the half. Body count. Body, <sighs> Body counts count. Counts in the house.
0: Body count. So, okay. So this evening and we're talking about fucking
1: tea, bitch. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: 2005's one through six. Who is the Black Panther? So this is this series started in 2005. It actually ran for quite a few issues, but we're 41, just covering the first
1: six. 41 issues, as a matter of fact. I've been researching.
0: Nice, good job. And our writer of these first six issues, and maybe some most of the series, because I think he went into the seventh issue as well. Uh, a guy by the name of Reginald Hudlin, uh, not somebody I know uh, a lot f- of work from. Then we have pencils, which this guy's been on this podcast quite a few. times. Times. not personally but we've talked about his work and that is john romita jr uh think back to daredevil the man without fear I feel,
1: like, I feel like reginald hudland um and, and i'll that, research it in a second but That like from he,
0: family matters
1: no <laughs> i feel like he was like a hollywood writer oh really um, yeah when i was when i was reading looking at the description of it i thought it said hollywood writer reginald Hudlin, you know, takes his expertise to Black Panther.
0: Yeah, know. take a look, see what you can find out. I'll kind of break down a couple little, uh, a few more things here. Uh, our inks, the inks are by uh, a very, very prominent uh, artist, a guy by the name of Klaus Janssen. He's been around for quite a while. Uh, and I, I think we may have even talked about a book that he did here as well. So J.R.J.R. and Klaus Janssen all on one book. Uh, and the tale is being written by a Reginald Hudlin.
1: Reginald Hudlin is an American film writer, director, and producer. Along with his older brother, Warrington Hudlin, he is known as one of the Hudlin brothers. Uh, uh. he is known for House Party and Django Unchained. Okay. Um, wow. Here's his filmography. He directed and wrote House Party. Um, he directed Reggie's World of Soul. He directed Boomerang. Okay. So he's done a lot, he's done a lot of black stuff.
0: Yeah, that's a he lot of was the-
1: executive producer for Bebe's Kids. You ever watch Bebe's Kids?
0: Uh. I wish Jason Teasley was on here right now. He would, uh, what was it he always said? It was, they, mm,
1: They there's a phrase that he used. Yes, thank you. (laughs) <laughs> they don't buy that multiple babies, kids. I saw that in the theaters. Uh, what do you call it? Dude, Ronnie um, Adams
0: checking in with he us. directed
1: the great. You ever see the great white hype?
0: I've heard of that. That I, I had the soundtrack to that. I did not watch the movie.
1: You, 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 yeah, go watch the movie. It's awesome. It was, he directed it. Was, it. it. Django right. Unchained. He was a producer. Uh, he's the executive producer of Blazing Samurai, and he's the director of the forthcoming Shadow Man. Um, He's done a bunch of TV Shadow specials, a uh, bunch of TV series most recent TV series that he worked you know, on.
0: Just, just a heads he up, directed, I believe yeah. uh, Shadow Man's actually a comic uh, based off of a comic book, a comic book. Oh,
1: we'll have to cover that. He directed Keep it in mind. episodes of Psych. He directed three episodes of Are We There Yet? Uh, he directed an episode of Bones. He directed three episodes of Murder in the First, one episode of New Girl, two episodes of Uncle Buck. And uh, oh, he was the executive it? producer of something called Blue and Green. Uncle, he's actually won some awards.
0: Jer- Ronnie Adams has joined us of the Screaming Boy podcast of the uh, Boy podcast. Your, your, your,
1: your, your, your.
0: <laughs> when did that turn into Papa?
1: <laughs> Ronnie Adams Boy.
0: So here we go. Black Panther 1 through 6. Who is the Black Panther? Wakanda. For centuries, a peaceful African nation far advanced compared to others of the world. Unfortunately, the nation of Wakanda has had a target on its back for quite some time as it is also home of the ultra rare metal vibranium. Coveting Wakanda's resources, many nations throughout history have tried to invade and failed. The Wakandans are led by a king carrying the name of the Black Panther. But who is the Black Panther? Our most recent king goes by the name of Chala, an intelligent spry Wakandan who bested his uncle to take over the throne and also bears the mask of Black Panther as well. Now, the king and protector of a nation, the Black Panther must deal with threats of the criminal and political from outside of his realm. Recently, the United States has become concerned that the new regime change may also mark a change in the policies of the Wakandan nation and has sparked unfounded fears of a technologically superior army that may become an invading force. Not to mention a supervillain from Chala's past by the name of Claw, which... I, if you guys aren't familiar with who Claw is, I've seen him really the one ten, the one time that I can remember seeing Claw, uh, and I should say the first time I remember ever seeing Claw was actually the Avengers video game. Ronnie Adams, you ever play that the uh, yes the four the the four player Avengers arcade is cabinet?
1: One, is that the one where it's just like why should it go well and all that shit?
0: Ah, uh, it's been a while since I played it, dude. I, I cannot remember. Huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like it's been I a while.
1: I, I remember playing. I feel like I remember playing that game, and like, and you would hear the characters talk, and like, one of the lines was like, you know, like, "Where are going to get you?" It was like, "Why would it go well?" And It's just like this is the dorkiest thing I've ever. Well, here's
0: heard. what's <laughs> going to happen. Post edit, I'm definitely finding an audio clip of the game, I'm putting it in here. Because I want to. I'm how on it.
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> the Avenger. America.
1: I'm, Avengers nineties well, video game. Got it.
0: It was yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I remember Claw was either the first level boss or the second level boss, or maybe even maybe have been because uh, I remember the Reaper as well was one of the villains, and I oh, he might have. Yeah. He he ends up showing up either at the first or second level, or it might have been the Claw and the Reaper t- attacking at the same time. But anyway, the Claw was definitely different from what we see in this uh, in this iteration here in 2005 in this 2005 series. A Claw from the video game was like this, almost looked kind of like an android. W- wasn't he like human sound or something? See, I, I did not do any research on who who he was, but I remember he's like he loses his arm. He can he can. He's got like this. I almost want to say it's a hand. That's like this uh, shoot sound out of it. And was now here's the thing. Again, I'm, I'm getting all these memories from comics that I've read was Claw and Secret Wars as well, Ronnie and Secret Wars 1 through 12, like from the 80s. Because yes. I I'm starting to think he was part of the villains that went up to battle world. Yeah. Anyway, okay. no, I don't remember. Well, yeah. So so this this iteration of claw though looks very human. He has, he still has this like crazy arm, but it can be manipulated into way like different shapes and to do different yeah. things.
2: I always um, remembered him just what was it, manipulating sound with it?
0: Yeah, it was like an it would almost look like a damn satellite dish on his hand yeah. <laughs> instead of a hand. It was like a satellite dish that he pointed in it and whatever. So the evil
2: was... move is picking up a legal cable.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Ah, oh, dreaded by many. Enemy <laughs> of the Avengers.
1: <laughs> That's it, I found it. Okay. So, um, so you're absolutely right. He's fighting the living laser and claw. Let me let me go back a second. So the whole so this masterful dialogue goes like this. Oh boy. Okay, hang on. Captain America is approaching the bank, and up oh, here comes the broken wall, and there's whirlwind. He's got a bag full of money, and I know that because it's got a dollar sign on it. And it says, "Don't disturb us." And Captain America says, "Why should it go well?" <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Huh. What what kind of That doesn't make a damn bit of sense. Why should it go well? Well, the bad guys are robbing a bank. And he was like, why should that go well? Makes perfect sense.
0: No, it makes no sense. That is there's no way you're going to say that.
1: (laughs) It it makes Mark. No, (laughs) No, don't tell me. No, Mark. Mark. Why 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 should should it go well?
0: Why wouldn't you say like, just stop right there or you're, why should anyone talk like that? There's okay. We're getting
1: because it's a nineties Avengers game. Mark Radlich sent the video. I cannot wait to view this. Can we review the video on here instead of the comic book?
0: 33 minutes. Is it full playthrough? It can't, it might be.
1: It's full playthrough.
0: Oh, wow. Captain America data East. When did this come out? 91. Oh, dude. I honest to goodness would love to see your watch just and comment on it.
1: <laughs> we we might we might need to do a special bonus, uh a commentary.
0: Commentary episode on the
1: arcade.
0: I was I, when I was a kid, I mean, going to the arcade was a fun thing, but I was stingy with my quarters. I like I wanted to get around the arcade with as many quarters as I had. So I didn't keep pumping them into a game. So I can probably remember the first level clear as a bell. But as soon as you get past like the second level or something, I'm just like, well, okay, that's probably the point in which I was like, you know, oh hey, look over there. There's Dragon Slayer. Time to go to Dragon Slayer. And you, know? you
2: didn't, yeah, because you didn't want to waste your quarters on you.
0: <laughs> Dude, they yeah, they would they would eat right through it. And the four player I think the four player cabinet was at the 7 Eleven by my grandma's. And I would go down there to the seven eleven. Comics were right behind me on the on the on the rack. And so I just kind of browse through the comics, turn around, play some games. Also play time killers. But anyway, okay, I'm done talking about that. It's video game no, tangent.
2: I, I just want to say that you you said you didn't want to waste your quarters, yet you played <laughs> Dragon's Lair.
0: Dude, you could kind of get good at that. Or no, yeah. just, no
2: one was good at Dragon's Lair.
0: <laughs> if you knew yeah, what
1: you really had, like the game had to be like super tight and you had to, had to have like the fucking impulses of a ninja. <laughs> All
2: right. So no one was
0: good at Dragon's Lair. That's yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, I, I, I certainly will not argue. This super villain good. from Chala's past by the name of claw has also put in place a plan to get revenge against, Chala, against Chala's family. Why would the claw want to do this? Claw's great 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 grandfather was oh. one of those that died in a failed invasion of the Wakandan Nation. His last sight before the minigun backfiring and exploding in his face was the Black Panther of that era. This can led, can I just interject something? Yeah. The
2: language that is used in <laughs> that that that's, whole sequence.
0: That's a sign of the times, dude. Uh, they were trying wow. to get. Now, now, here's the thing.
1: Yes, most famously seen in Birth of a Nation.
0: We- oh, Lord. <laughs> Well, now, there's that... no, just to tell the,
2: the you know, if you've not read this, there's no cursing in it. It's no. just a lot
0: of racial slurs. Uh, Ronnie, I know you, you were a little late to the party, but we were talking about the writer here. And I don't okay. know if you've ever heard of Reginald Hudlin, but he has, he has actually written a lot. He, he's an African-American himself. Um, yeah. And he's wrote a lot of... Uh, com- well, he wrote this whole run of Black Panther we found out and he wrote a bunch of film that that's centered around like Great White Hype uh, which is okay.
1: uh, House Party. I really have all the stuff that I read that's the one you came up with. Django Unchained. How's that? There you go.
2: Oh he wrote Django?
1: It was produced by Reginald Hudlin. It was written by Quentin Tarantino. Okay. Boom.
0: So, I know so my he- Tarantino. <laughs> so he's he is uh, that even though the language is being used here okay mm-hmm. clearly he is using it to represent you know what was being said at the time uh yeah, of these people. yeah. it's just and something
2: it, i've never really seen in a comic
0: before. yeah a marvel comic book at that it's yeah it's something we're we're not used to which okay so with the death of his grandfather that's on the back, uh, the back of Claw's mind as well. Uh, this led to Claw becoming part of an assassination attempt to kill the King of Wakanda, <clears throat> trying to kill the whole Black Panther lineage. At that time, as well, Claw was somewhat successful as it resulted in him killing Chala's father, but it also left Claw scarred and without a right arm. Now he has a new plan that involves the likes of the Rhino, Radioactive Man, Cannibal, the Black Knight, and other enemies of the Wakanda Nation. The Black Panther must now strive to save his family from being killed while at the same time inspire the warriors of his nation to stop a potentially invading U S cyborg force. So there you go. That is in a nutshell, what happens in the six issues uh, that we read tonight. So I, you know, I, I threw out a bunch of talking points and I guess the first thing we'll, I guess, throw out there and talk about was you read all six issues. Was there anything in here you learned about Chala, the black Panther? I'm noticing that you're calling him Chala. <laughs> T-silent. The T
1: silent
0: The T I believe is silent, sir.
2: Wasn't now, in the movies.
0: And here's the thing. It it wasn't? No. Okay.
2: Um I mean, like that's what's confusing me right now.
0: OK, well, then I could be completely off. I remember I seriously remember a big discussion on a podcast uh, centering around the history of the Black Panther as to what how to pronounce his name. And what I went with, if I remember correctly, and probably sh- I probably should have res- referenced What did they call him in the movie? Was it T'Challa? Yeah. Or was it or so it wasn't Tala. It wasn't Mm-mm. like the ch was silent or anything. So it was like they pronounced all the consonants and syllables that were there. Syllables, vowels, <laughs> consonants, and vowels. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'll uh, I will uh, to make it easier um, for Ronnie, I will call him T'Challa from here on out.
2: Well, I mean, you don't. I mean, let's let's figure this
0: out. No, I do okay. not want to sit
1: here trying to completely figure this
2: ignore out. this. <laughs> <laughs> um because it's probably been highly debated um for a long time of how to pronounce it because you know Marvel likes their crazy names and uh, or they're repeating letters you know like Peter Parker Reed Richards <laughs>
0: uh, yeah yeah <laughs>
2: you know all that but um, Bruce Banner Bruce ba- yeah I, I'm not going to name them all because that would be every character ever that they've done uh J. Well, Jonah Jameson speaking of de- derailing the podcast I do apologize I think I've done that.
0: <laughs> well, that's okay. I want to I want to know the answer. Because honestly, dude, the listeners of this podcast would probably like to know a definitive answer as to how to pronounce it. You deserve it. the truth. So, you know what? <laughs> if there's anything <laughs> we learn, from the
1: Black I'm, Man. I'm going to Google it. How do you pronounce? Uh, it's T'Challa.
0: Okay. You're absolutely certain. Yeah. All right. And you're. you're can you reference, uh, can you give us a, a, a source, sir?
1: Uh, Yes. Comicvine.gamespot.com. Forums. How do you pronounce his name?
0: All right. The answer is we're going with T'Challa. Mark says Comicvine says T'Challa. I'm not going to argue that. T'Challa, it is Ronnie Adams. There's your the first answer to our first talking point. Now, what did you learn about the Black Panther out of this series? I was never really familiar
2: with the Black Panther, like, like his origins, his background, stuff like that. So it was really cool to see that, like the the title has been passed down for ages, and it was more of a spiritual, uh, you know, I guess religious thing than it was anything else. Um, so. The, I'm very, you know, the, the, my, my knowledge of black Panther is, is limited to say the, you know, to say the least it yeah. uh, was. So it was really cool to be able to see his background uh in this. So I learned a lot more about black Panther than I, than I used to know.
0: Mark, did you know that it was a title that was passed down amongst uh many prior to reading this?
1: No, I'm, I'll be honest without making any further jokes. Um Try your best. <laughs> <laughs> why should it go well?
0: But why you um, uh, say that?
1: <laughs> to me, he was, I mean, they it was one of these characters who I think like they created in the you know sixties or seventies or whatever, and it was fine, it, it worked fine for the comic books, and then they realized it was a silly character and they and they had to kind of reinvent him uh, a bunch of different ways. But you know, like like to me, like the outfit was basically just a guy in a, in a black leotard and a kitty mask. You know, and then suddenly his suit's made out of vibranium and all this other crap. So I I went into this sort of like, okay, I don't know anything about this character other than he's black and he's from Africa and he rules over a a mythical, highly technologically advanced country. And I'll just kind of accept the rest of whatever I learn here as 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 read and, and just move on from there. Um, I, I really li- like the beginning of this. I liked the the, the origin of Wakanda. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it had always been sort of ahead of everybody else and th- to me, the most unbelievable thing about Wakanda is it is that it, it's like China in the sense that there's no contact with the outside with you know the outside world. It's completely insulated, and it's. Despite the fact that, that that goes against the trend of societies, it becomes highly technologically advanced to the point where it becomes like the envy of the rest of the world. Uh, again, China is somewhat similar to that story that, you know, while it, it's had some contact with the East, you know, with the other East Asian countries, you know, Japan being one of the big ones, you know, China developed pretty much independently of the rest of the world. And it had advances that, you know, that the West is still trying to figure out like acupuncture being an example. So I like that aspect of Wakanda and the whole origin of the black Panther.
0: Yeah. Do you actually think that there's any way that something like this could actually be out there in the world right now? There there's no way, right? I mean, there's, we've discovered everything that we could discover. There's no <clears throat> technologically superior nation uh, that we are unaware of. Right, Ronnie? Yeah, the,
1: age of, the, the Age of Exploration pretty much wiped out any chance that there's a third world... Thank third you, world, Ronnie. <laughs> go ahead. No, go ahead, Mark. I'm being silly. <laughs> there, there's no possible way there's any third world aspect of of the world left that's been untouched by white man's hands. It's just not possible. Um, I'd say it is possible. world's not that big. You're wrong. The world's not that big.
2: Wow, you're a jerk. <laughs> we, we, do you know? Yeah, and <laughs> do you know you, you've you've been to everywhere in the world? Yes. Oh
0: well, you've been that fed I, lies, Mark Rattledge. Lies, I tell you. You only know what we've shown you, sir. You have no idea Matrix.
1: about. <laughs> Go ahead. This, this is not the Matrix. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: maybe somewhere that we've never. Uh, you know, there's there there are still lands that we haven't discovered or been to. Uh, that are completely closed off to the world, maybe um, underneath the small, ocean. Small, nations. Like about, and so.
1: I was, no, I, anything above ground has been discovered from uh, on this planet. But I mean, you, who knows? There are depths of the oceans that we haven't been to because of the pressure. Maybe you might discover something. But
0: all right, let's let's talk about the characters in this story. Mark, have you ever read anything with claw
1: in it? Probably some off some uh, some Avengers tale back in the day.
0: West Coast, probably. I know you said you like the West Coast Avengers, didn't you? I
1: did. I read the entire run of the West Coast Avengers.
0: OK, so this character that they bring here that they're calling Claw, who I assume is the actual Claw. But is, is this the guy that you remember it, at all or have ever seen before?
1: Uh, the way he's drawn here is a little bit more realistic looking. The the version mm-hmm. of Claw. This is why I remember, like when he was in Age of Ultron, you know, and, the, and it's Andy Circus. I was like, huh? They really modernized him because the version of Claw that I remember from like the Secret Wars and everything was the guy in the red jumpsuit, with the as- Android face. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Other
2: than him being, you know, a random bad guy number two on a team that I, I don't remember anything about the Claw reading uh, reading anything about with him as a main character.
1: I, I, I think I've always known that that he was one of like the major like arch enemies of the Black Panther I thought he worked well as as that enemy
0: I thought it worked out very well yeah there was a, some assumptions that I think the writer made that I wasn't aware too much of the continuity or you know the history between these two mm-hmm. so I, I have no idea if they've come together in the past and, and fought each other or if. I mean, just from what I saw in the movie, you would think, okay, well, he's been involved claw's been involved in the nation of Wakanda or doing something against Wakanda for quite a while. You know, I didn't know much much about his history at all, but I, I think it kind of gave him some purpose. He meets his end, at least we assume, at the end of this at the end of this book, by the hands of the Black Panther. Guess what, Mark Radlich? The claw died. Can you guess what? <laughs> Can you guess what happened? It didn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> It didn't go well. Uh, I set him up for it and
1: everything. I
2: don't know, uh, Mark. Are you there? Mark I'm here. <laughs> okay. You should have jumped uh, all over that one. I'm. Yeah.
1: I'm not your monkey.
2: Oh, oh. I'm, my gonna just, I'm not gonna oh, just dance laughing.
1: for you because you played because you played a little jingle jangle on your. Listen, bots.
2: you're going to get your symbols and we're going to wind you up and watch you clap. Jingle jangle.
0: Ronnie Adams, tell me about the Black Knight. You know much about him at all?
2: I knew him as a member of the Avengers. <laughs> Same here. I, I didn't, didn't know, know him as a religious wackadoodle who went around killing people.
0: I'm want to hop on. I'm just going to hop on the wiki here
1: and check this out. In defense of the Black Knight, the setup of this whole comic is that we live in a world where you know, unknown threats need to be known quantifiable entities. And the United States was in a position where they didn't know if Wakanda was going to be an ally of the United States or an enemy. And the Black Knight was part of it, was uh, a hero of Britain who was an ally of the United States. This was a mission to see, you know, if Wakanda was going to play ball with the United States or not. And he was just doing essentially his civic duty. As far as being portrayed as religious, I mean, that's, that's to me, it was neither here nor there here. This was more about the Black Knights just playing on the team that he's playing on, which happened to be in opposition to Wakanda. Uh, to Wakanda. Not that he was a bad guy in this. So, yeah, I, you know, I didn't get the sense that the Black Knight was a villain necessarily.
0: I want to ask a question because I didn't. I've read this twice and I didn't pick up on it the second time. Granted, I browsed through it, but was Claw's and that whole team was that was that sponsored by the United States or was that a a plan that Claw put into place to try and get at his family? Because I was under
1: the impression it was it was a team. It was like a black ops team sent in by the United States, kind of like a Suicide Squad.
0: But they also sent in the the cyborg zombie guys at the end. Ronnie, correct me if I'm wrong. And if it's fresh in your memory, great. If not, don't worry about it. But I, I, I thought it was like the Black Knight or not the Black Knight, excuse me, the Claw and his team, Rhino and all them were kind of working on their own to get in there. Just at the same time that the United States was trying to do that. But <clears throat> maybe I misread it or maybe it was That's just
2: what I know, gleaned from it, too.
0: Maybe. And, and it could very well have been. Do you have the physical copy in front of you, Mark Radlich?
1: I and the fiscal
0: and the fiscal copy. <laughs> huh uh well i'm not going to ask you to search through it because i remember specifically claw was talking to some guy in a cell explaining to explaining to him what was going on near the beginning just telling him kind of like the history of wakanda and i still i don't even know if i can remember who that guy was that's that's kind of how this whole series is I, I I just uh, to kind of put it bluntly and give you my give you like my summarization and my thoughts on the whole thing itself. <laughs> we'll come back around to that here at the end. But some of it was easy to follow, and some of it I got a little bit bogged down amongst the mm-hmm. uh, too many word balloons, too much too got much of that going on. You know, yeah who who was working for who? I didn't yeah. understand that.
1: Okay. I was in the impression they were a black ops team sent in by the United States.
0: Okay, and and you probably read it a lot closer than I did. I mean, I would made it through the six issues. I just don't recall that for some reason. I was trying to figure out a way to tie the two together. I was like, okay, well, because the United States was like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna send the zombie team in in on the borders. Maybe they did that to get him in there, and then of course Claw you know took it upon himself it's time to get revenge as well i i don't know but either way it was it was money enough for me to come out of here going okay i don't i don't know the specific motivations behind the two other than it was just Claw wanting to get revenge and the united okay. states trying to further their i'm, political I'm
1: gonna lead. read this to you this is i think issue two awesome so what we've got here is a highly militaristic culture with no ties to the united states they're a rogue state Alright, before you go adding them to the axis of evil, I should point out that they have never invaded anyone. The only time they've taken hostile action is defending their own borders. But a regime change could bring about a change in that policy. Look, I don't want to jump the gun here, but it's standard operating procedure to have a military option in place for any potential threat to the United States. I certainly don't want to speak in the place of the recently departed general, but with our military forces stretched all over the Middle East, do we even have the resources? You're right, Mr. Ross. That is not your area of expertise. You just keep providing Accurate information. Besides, this conflict would not be appropriate for conventional forces. This is a job for special forces, very special forces. And the next panel is Claw and the other guy who ends up taking over the prostitute's body.
0: Okay. Which was right. weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a strange one
1: because she probably has like the hep C, right?
0: Uh, she gets the hep everything. <laughs> It gets yeah, it gets a little it gets a little weird with the cannibal. And I I think that was a that was definitely a long play that was going past these six issues uh because yeah. the cannibal's whole arc, which ladies and gentlemen, here's what the cannibal does. The cannibal is pretty much just this force that resides in your body and then through physical contact or a kiss, I think, in a some physical. way fiscal <laughs> monetary a monetary exchange a curse <laughs> <laughs> and then the next thing you know you're you're uh uh yeah you're to- you're taken over by the cannibal go ahead you're toast hey man let me hold a dollar <laughs> oh, <got> you.
1: <laughs> you're a lightly so, buttered toast
0: uh so yes yeah it, that's that's what's weird about the cannibal but anyway they, yeah it was like the cannibal was helping out the claw And then the next thing you know, the cannibals on a plane with one of the representatives of Wakanda, which maybe, like I said, again, I think that's the long game here that goes past issue six, because she ends up taking over the body of one of the Wakandan representatives. And then that's kind of where we leave that at the end of the issue. But anyway, okay. so, Mark you just pretty much confirmed that they were working for the United States right
1: I uh, that is my belief yes
0: okay all right all right so there we go let me take a look here what I had next yeah the black Knight uh, let me just give a real quick uh wiki description here did I lose it I don't think I did Dane Whitman yeah yeah normally known as a hero he was let's see affiliation euroforce mi13 Avengers masters as e masters of evil as a mole Excalibur—that's the—that's the one I remember him from mostly. Is mm-hmm. Excalibur, Heroes for Hire, Ultra Force. Yeah, that's uh, Malibu's Ultra Force, by the way. Defenders, Knights of Wondagore, King Richard's Army, New Avalon. Yeah, he's been mostly known as a hero here. Uh, so, uh, a guy that was kind of duped into helping this these guys invade Wakanda. Mark, was what he, did you? Th-
1: what is he? Was he duped? I mean, again, I think he was just doing his duty. I, I don't. I think this is. It's just a somewhat more complex tale than good guys versus bad guys. I kind so of he, think that's been Marvel's MO over the last few years. I think he felt like he was doing a job and that the world is not as black and white as, you know, Superman. Like versus doing a
0: paycheck? Are, are, you, are you saying there's a paycheck involved when you say job? Or Are you talking about like? Yeah, uh, no, okay. absolutely. Okay. You, wasn't there mentioned in there in the book about how he was like, he talked about bringing religion <laughs> to the savages, mm-hmm. which, Kind of felt like, like, like he was a religious wackadoodle. Yeah, I mean, it, it did kind of feel like that. I mean, he has his beliefs. Maybe he
1: he has. Well, isn't belief. that what isn't that what people who um, missionaries do? I mean, they bring Not with a giant
2: into. sword. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they did in the
0: past, but as part. I of realize it.
1: that modern missionaries do not attack people with swords. Okay. Have you, heard, have you
0: heard the good word? Shame. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let me introduce you to my singing sword. Ah. <laughs> right? Uh,
0: <laughs> I wonder if you have a few moments to talk about your shrang. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it it seemed like he was. I mean, there was.
1: I don't know. I didn't get that. I hill. don't know about you guys, but the but but the but the um
2: the ones who go door to door, Jehovah's Witnesses or uh Mormons.
1: Mm-hmm. It was the Christ, and, Church
0: of Latter Day Saints.
1: It would be the Jehovah Witnesses that I'm trying to make a joke out of, but the Jehovah Witnesses <laughs> in my neighborhood.
0: Guess what, Mark? <laughs> that did not go well. <laughs> <laughs> we <Wah, wah, wah. laughs>
1: have a Bible in one hand and a sword in the other. It's true. That's how my dad let him in the first time.
0: <laughs> oh, you must That's be all Thanksgiving. Tired. I'll never forget carrying that sword.
2: Around. <laughs> As a whole, I found it <laughs> a little confusing at times. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good read. It really was. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed on the f- art, of course. On
1: a scale of confusing, with wacky Wacky Raceland at to the top. And-, <laughs> <laughs> and it did not go well in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> and Tarzan on the Planet of the Apes at the bottom. Where would you rank this?
0: Why should it go well? <laughs> <laughs> I ranked this. <laughs> stop te- stop stealing my
2: jokes. <laughs> um okay both of those sucked so
0: <laughs> this, this did
2: not suck
0: yeah I was gonna say this wasn't horrible this wasn't something no. where I was like Ugh.
2: I, I enjoyed the background on, on you know the history of, of Wakanda and the history of the Black Panther um, as you know as a title as a as the defender of his nation and, you know the the Black Panther is the king of Wakanda it was really interesting what did interesting
1: you, what did you think of go, I'm sorry go ahead
2: oh I was just, uh, it's interesting to see that it's a title that's You know, uh, interchangeable between the the um, the royal family. Uh, You just fought to to get
1: it. Um, I was well. That was the thing I was going to bring up. The one aspect of Wakanda that we didn't talk about was how do you ascend to leadership? Essentially, like someone challenges you to a fist fight, and if you lose, then that person becomes. New leader of the country. It's like yeah. you know, you know, like the guy that just won our our presidential election was a cartoon character. And if we had, <laughs> you know, and, and if we fucking, if we went by these rules, John Jones, the light, he- the former light heavyweight champion and cocaine addict, would have become the, the president of the United States. You know what I mean? Right. You know, it, it's it's an interesting idea. I don't know. Did
2: you? Well, it's you, you say the presidential election. Uh, our you know ours is done by vote and you can get in into theory. the whole debate but that's based on some kind of political platform uh, people you know go up they tell you what they believe in and the people choose who to vote for this one Cousin Derp could just get off a lucky <laughs> left hook and, and win complete He's control the country <laughs> can't mm-hmm. you
1: call him Cousin Derp yeah <laughs> well i mean come on <laughs> so, so so bofo with the with the protruding forehead <laughs> right
2: he can then be like well it's you know you gotta let him fight otherwise he's gonna cry jojo so the monkey boy like, challenges we'll you we'll be for president hug him and love him and call him george you know and squeeze the guy in a bear hug and he has no other choice but to give up because he's gonna die you know he could he could be king of a whole country and and then you're kind of screwed. It doesn't make sense to us, but you know, of course, it's a comic book. But you know, in the long run, that's how they chose their king. Why do comic
1: books make sense?
2: <laughs> I'm trying to make sense of comic books, and uh, why should it go well? Um, <laughs> But you know, I uh, saw where um, T'Challa's you know little sister was going to. Um, yeah, she was, was going to jump, jump in the there. ring. Yeah, she mm-hmm. wanted to rule Wakanda. It was interesting seeing that whole that whole thing come to light. It got a little muddy. It got a little confusing for me, but I was still able to keep with the the basic storyline of you know the kind of in, in, introducing who Black Panther was and uh, or is, I should say. So I enjoyed it. It was just parts of it I kind of—I hate to admit—but I kind of skimmed over because it was—it uh, was like uh, I don't—I'm not really into this part. So, a little wordy at times.
0: Yeah, man, it it did. It got it, it got a little wordy. I mean, there were some great parts where you let John Romita Jr. And Klaus Jansen mm-hmm. take over and tell the story, especially you know during the fight scene, which was great. And I was hoping like the rest of the book might have some shades that you—it's you, peppered in there, but it's you know, <sighs> Reginald unfortunately takes it can take it to a wordy level.
2: Yeah. you know. Now, I have a question for you all. Did anybody else's? Well, I, not really. I mean, but uh, I felt a little, I felt it come up a little bit, but did anybody else's uh, feathers get a little ruffled when it said, uh, he beat Captain America.
0: And I was like, I don't remember. That. Oh, no, I think, you know, what's funny is before reading this series, there was a, uh, something either popped up on my Facebook feed or, uh, it popped up just because it was asked, like, because I was doing some research or something. But one of the questions was, could the Black Panther beat Captain America? And I was like, are you guys why, is this, why these, is this a discussion? You know, and are, I was you like, guys,
1: oh. are you guys saying that Black Panther can't beat Captain America because it's black?
0: I knew you were going to say that. Negative. <laughs> ah, negative. <laughs> I didn't have an issue with it. I think that that was... I mean, all
1: your friends are black.
0: I, yeah. Black- yeah. And, and they're, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's exactly why. As a matter of fact, I don't, I certainly would not. Mark. Work. <laughs> no, Mark, it, it's a good way. You, I, I think it's a great way of putting over Black Panther. Yeah. Um, I mean,
2: absolutely. it, it, it. it didn't Help ruffle my feathers at all. How's that? That no, was my answer. It, it didn't. The only reason it is because I'm a huge Captain America fan, mm-hmm. Um, you know, and he's supposed to be like the fighter of the Marvel universe. I'm like, I don't remember that ever happening. Did you make that up for the storyline? That's what I was getting. I got you. Was this made up for just to, just for this story or I don't remember that in canon.
0: This is a technologically, yeah. this is an advanced nation. I think that, You know, yeah, Captain America showed up and it was he wasn't trying to invade or anything. I think when he was he was (laughs) not Nazis. Yeah, he was going after Nazis that were already killed.
1: Okay, in one of the earliest episodes of the Black Panther saga, Captain America was served a generous helping of humble pie when he went to Wakanda, the only source of vibranium in the world, which is the material Captain America's shield is made of. Acting very American, he was sent back to America after he regained his consciousness.
0: (laughs) Oh, nice. What was that from? Was that from this this book? uh,
1: This is from uh, Cora.com, who would win in a fight between Black Panther and Captain America.
0: Very nice. All right, so... Mark, go ahead and give us your final thoughts here on this on this book and then we will turn Are over to Ronnie writing? and we'll get out of here.
1: Look, I didn't find this as confusing as you guys. I thought it was a fairly straightforward story. Um, you know, it's essentially the uh this this group of villains tries to invade Wakanda. They get pretty close to doing it. It's actually kind of reminded me of the Inhuman story. It's a very similar thing where, you know, everyone's sort of looking to the leader to do something, do something, do something and then finally at the end he does, but it's like the, Like at the ta-da nick of time, you know, and along the way, there's some losses, some stuff happens, things look pretty bleak, and at the end of the day, Black Panther sort of turns it around. I'm not sure if there's a tremendous arc with him as a character. You know, I don't know if he learns anything, if he's better off any at the end of the story that he was at the beginning. But, you know, overall, I just if you don't know who the Black Panther character is, and this is kind of why I picked this book and and you're going into this movie and really all you know about him is what you saw in the Civil War movie. I thought it was a good primer. You know, it was a pretty simple enough. It was a pretty simple story. Gives you a little history of the country itself. Tells you a little bit about where the Black Panther came from and puts him in a situation where you get to see him be the star, you know, of his own uh, series, you know, and take on some familiar villains. I thought it was fun to see some of the villains that were in it. I mean, rhino is somebody you typically see in Spider-Man and, you know, and how many times can you see this little jack off kid you crack wise and shoot webs at him? It was nice to see the right, you know, the rhino actually attacking a rhino in Africa. Which that was pretty cool. That was pretty you know, how, you know, the Black Knight again was, you know, like a D level Avengers character. So it was fun to see him kind of, you know, be the star of a book. Uh, so, you know, I mean, of all the things that we read and, you know, that deal with the same like dozen or so characters, these were, like I said, the C and D list. And it was fun to see them in their own story.
0: Uh, so jump off just real quick with the Mark. Black Knight again. Uh-oh. Is
2: is are you saying that Black not uh, not Black Knight, but Black Panther is a C and D level character because he's black?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's clearly a minority. He's definitely C and D level. Oh. oh my gosh! <laughs> Don't back me to go another <laughs> to
0: Turn the tables. I, I tried,
1: that's but
2: he's the, like, "No, I'll own
0: this." Come on!
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no, no! I will absolutely go come out swinging every time. I'm not. Why afraid. should it? Uh, why should it go well? Why Peter should Ronnie it go well?
0: Why should it? Oh lord! Uh, the jump off, Mindy.
1: I- Mindy, put it <laughs> on a T-shirt. <laughs> The material podcast, why should it goes well?
0: <laughs> so I, I wanted to talk about the Black Knight, one thing I wanted to throw in there real quick. It almost seemed it almost seemed like dude's purpose <laughs> Dude's purpose was to drop that sword so uh, T'Challa's sister could kill Radioactive Man. Like, that's mm-hmm. the only purpose. He drops the sword. It falls into a cave. She picks it up when she's about to get killed by Radioactive Man, and he, she slices him in half, uh, which we saw two deaths. Radioactive Man's a pretty big villain. Uh, I, I say big. I mean, he's, yeah, he's been. Nobody,
1: fucking, nobody dies in the Marvel Universe except Uncle Ben. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the claw takes a, a freaking uh, spear through his chest. And Radioactive Man gets sliced in half, which I've heard of both of those characters. Uh, it was kind of surprising to see both of them kind of meet their quote unquote fate here in, in this book, but okay, Ronnie, what's your final thoughts, man? Good book.
2: Uh, It was written. Well, Uh, just like I said, just a little confusing at times. Other than that, I, I enjoyed it. It's cool to see, you know, uh, the origin story of the black Panther um, did a little more research uh, on him after this, because I wanted to know a little more about him, found out he's like one of, the richest, uh, wealthiest—I should say—characters uh, in the Marvel Universe, uh, even wealthier than Tony Stark, actually, huh. uh, because of because of the vibranium. Vibranium,
0: yep. Um, yep.
2: very intelligent man. Uh, gives gives Reed Richards, Tony Stark, and uh, um, Doggone Giant Man. What's his name? Uh, Hank Pym. Hank Pym. Uh, Run for his money. Run for their money.
1: So help me God! I almost said Adam Ant. <laughs>
2: huh. <laughs> That is not where I was going with
1: that.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, last question, and we'll get into plugs. Okay. We have the luxury right now to talk about this book, uh, and we're recording this shortly before the release of Black Panther later this week. So, Mark, we'll start with you. You're the movie guy here. Well, Ronnie Adams, you are too. Um, That's right, I am. You both have your – Back off, Radulich. Yeah. <laughs> You guys both have, you guys both have talked movies for quite a while. Black
1: Panther. My show's, my show's better.
0: Okay. All right. Put it away, gentlemen. Um, I have nothing to, you know, nothing out. Okay.
1: <laughs> that I have to put
2: away. Okay. That's all Mark.
0: That's good. That's real good. Um, what do you think of the movie? I mean, what what are your expectations here, Mark? Are you surprised that, because it's got one hell of a reception and it ain't even been released um, I mean, it's,
1: it's this year's Wonder Woman. You know, okay. I, I, I mean, what I mean by that is, look, the movie, it's not to be not to be the Robert Winfrey of this podcast, but let's let's face some facts here. This movie would have to be so incredibly negative for reviewers, and I'm not saying it's not going to be a genuinely good movie. It probably is. You know, I'm Marvel generally doesn't put out bad movies. I think you know this was shot around the same time as Thor, so it may or may not adopt the new Marvel. Motif of, of crack a joke every every three minutes, you know, but like I said, the fact that we have a very positive black superhero in 2018, the tendency for review for professional reviewers is to like it before they ever saw it um, and to be kind to it, regardless of what they see. My expectations are I'm sure it'll be good. How good? I don't know. Wonder Woman had its problems, too. Wonder, you know, Wonder Woman was sort of lauded as this triumph for women, which it wasn't, you know, and people got ridiculous. You know, people were as ridiculous with Wonder Woman as they were with the Ghostbusters reboot, both positively and negatively, you know, in, in virtue of what those movies were. But and I think people are going to be overly positive about this movie too. I think when it's all said and done, it'll be fine. It'll be a fun, entertaining movie that I can take my kids to. I think it'll be, I think it'll be a nice representation of black and the African culture, but as far as it being like a triumph for for black people, I think it's just going to be a movie. I think it'll be just a movie.
0: It has I'm just on variety.com right now on an article that was written today or posted today anyway. Black Panther should break the Presidents Day weekend record of 152 million set in 2016 by Deadpool. Okay. It will easily top the second highest debut for the 4-day holiday set in 2015 when 50 Shades of Grey opened with $93 million.
1: If you're looking for a movie that speaks to the black culture and is a triumph for the black cultural experience, go watch Luke Cage. That did it better. That that's the best that I've seen in the superhero genre. You
0: haven't seen this movie yet though.
1: No, it's better. Okay. All right. Luke Cage came out in the middle of, you know, um, what pre- the perceived crisis of, of cops shooting black kids on corners wearing hoodies. And in the midst of all that was a bulletproof black guy with a hoodie. Mm-hmm. Okay. That spoke to the culture. The mythical king of, of make believe country with <laughs> make believe fucking alloys is not speaking to the black cultural experience, no matter what African garb they're wearing.
2: I am looking for a good superhero movie. I'm not looking for something to speak to cultures as a whole, and I, and I don't look for that anytime I look for a movie. I look for this because movies are an escape from reality, for, for and as they should be from anybody. I, I look for a good just a good character, a good story, um, something I can cheer, somebody I can cheer on, somebody I can get excited about. If he is African-American, even, you know, that's even better, but th- that's just part of, of, of the story and the part of who he is. That's not what I go for. That's not what I'm looking for solely of, you know, somebody, you know, I didn't watch Rocky because I'm, you know, I'm I'm of Italian lineage. I watched it because it was a good underdog story of, of somebody, you know, you know, finding the you know finding their
0: way through their craft you know and it won you the know? cold war yeah rocky won the cold war against those <laughs> rocky villains, 1 Russians or rocky four or rocky three uh, i'm rocky, confused
1: rocky four you fucking <laughs> anti-american person you, <laughs> you <laughs> we've know, had this discussion <laughs> the
0: russians
2: were already were are always the villains in any 80s movie i don't care
1: yeah. um
2: yeah. it's not me i didn't i didn't write these movies. <laughs>
0: Jeez. Uh, I want you to go back and watch Rus- Ruskies.
1: So, Rus- by the way, the word I was looking for last week was Bolsheviks.
0: Oh, the the uh, revolutionaries? Yes. I got
1: you. All right. I was so mad at myself when I was looking at that today, and I'm just like, you idiot. The word was Bolsheviks. God damn it. You were Yay. a tag team, for Christ's sake.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow. But drink, I, that's what I'm looking <laughs> wrestling reference. Well that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a good movie, you know, and I think I'm going to get that because Marvel doesn't put out crap.
1: Yeah, I'm- Pat. <laughs> uh
0: I'm really surprised, Pat, to be honest. I
2: think I well, I think the world of you, buddy. I think you're a great guy, but I think you you're too too rough on these movies.
0: <laughs> Take it easy. Take it easy.
2: Just chill. Well, Have a well, drink, go to see a movie.
0: <laughs> I I'm going into this thing again these are comic book characters that I don't know a whole lot about. So it really blows my mind that there are, there's this much hype for this movie already. It really does.
1: there are black actors buying out entire theaters so that they can make sure that some black kid who doesn't have the money to go see can see this movie. I mean, when you so when you say like, oh, it's projected to be you know to have this huge opening. Okay, there's a couple of reasons. One, much like you know like wrestling or anything else, when you have years and years and years of good publicity and successful movies, yeah, when the new one comes out, you're gonna it's it's gonna do well. You would you would have to have a couple of misses like DC, you know, to where you have a situation where where you know films don't do well. And, you know, and Justice League becomes the fifteenth highest-grossing movie of the year. That's got. That's so fucking embarrassing. I don't it even is. want to talk about it. It is, My but um, uh, but I mean, but it took time to to for them to get there. Just as it took time. Look. If, if they're talking about like it's projected to have this like this huge opening that's after a string of successes and let's remember the next one that comes out which is avengers infinity war is going to blow black panther out of the water that's probably going to do star wars numbers yeah considering civil war and uh and age of Ultron both made over a billion dollars number one sure. number one number two you know like i like i said like the difference between, like, the say of like a Black Panther and a Doctor Strange, right? What is Doctor Strange? Doctor Strange is an old white guy in, a, you know, in a cave, looks like fucking Liberace, right? So, who? The, the, so that speaks to comic book fans and people who like Marvel movies, but that's not reaching like a cultural zeitgeist or anything. This does. This it doesn't matter what this character is or does or can do. It all that matters is his name is Black Panther. There's a reason why the CW of all the characters they chose to make another series out of went with Black Lightning.
2: What I was saying earlier is is what I look for. I'm not saying that this, this doesn't, you know, it shouldn't or it doesn't or why does it? I'm glad it does, you know, because... It could reach some kid that, that never really thought about comic books before, it, you know, he could be the next great comic book artist or writer because that gets him involved in it or, or inspired just, or, or anything, you know, yeah. uh, it could inspire these kids to be, uh, doctors, lawyers, you know, uh, military personnel or whatever, you know, you know, uh, that open up, a you know, a boys and girls club. I don't care that's awesome. And I think that's fantastic. But Here, when I go to a movie, that's not what I look for. I just look for an escape. Now, are there movies that have inspired me? Absolutely. But that's not what I went for. I just went to watch a movie.
0: I, I don't think I've seen any of the, <clears throat> any of the previews, trailers, whatnot for this movie. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. I think I may have seen one trailer. Do we have any idea who the main villain is going into this? It's claw and Eric
1: Killmonger. Okay.
0: Yeah. So Killmonger is going to be part of it. I Again, this this is a property of Marvel that I never thought would ever. Dude, as a kid, if we were talking movies and you told me, yeah, Avengers is going to be a great movie in 15 years, 20 years, I'd be like, okay, yeah, that sounds great. As a kid, if you would have came to me and said that Black Panther was going to be a movie in that many years, it would probably would have blew my mind because I wouldn't have understood that that character could gain that mm-hmm. much popularity to become that big of a, a property to make it to the screen. It well, just shoot, it, in, in that case, you know, Ant-Man.
1: Yeah. I was going to say and, like – Really, they're now they're now having to if you look at like what Marvel's done just in the last couple of years, once it got through the Avengers proper without having X-Men or Spider-Man to draw on originally, like they had to start digging deep really quick into like their C and D level characters. As it is, the Avengers was made up of like A and B was was made up of one or two A characters and all B characters. And then, you know, and then you'd get like your C and D in there, depending on which iteration of the Avengers you we were talking about. So when they started getting into like phase three and now, you know, phase the upcoming phase four, it's like, well, fuck, who haven't we made a movie about that we have rights to? Like, but at this point, like like I said, m- whatever Marvel puts out, they have an automatic fandom that's going to come see them because unlike DC, they haven't fucked their movies yet. I don't want people to think that I'm against this movie or look, I'm... A- I'm perfectly fine with with the idea of a Black Panther movie. I, when it was announced, I was like, okay, that's fun, that's cool. I'm glad they're they're digging into like their their D level characters and all, um, and, and giving them their own opportunity to shine. And again, because of the way that Marvel operates and the way they make their movies, generally speaking, these are pretty well directed, well acted features. It, it's like with any other of my podcasts, I just call it as I see it. Um, it is what it what it is, and it's but but it's not a cultural phenomenon. It's it's just not. And I think. I, the ur- the urge to call it that is the thing that I'm making fun of and, and yelling about. Not you know not the mo- not the fact that the movie was made itself. And like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna see it twice in one weekend. Believe me, I'm not against this movie. I'm really not against like people buying entire uh buying out entire shows for little kids to go see it i'm like you know that's if that's what you want to do with your money and your time and that's something you believe in believe me i would prefer that than dressing up like a vagina and like you know standing out on the fucking lawn of the white house of (laughs) all things (laughs) you're making sort of a political statement (laughs)
0: I worry about the plot of this movie because again, I I don't. Mark just said, (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know much about what exactly is going to go on in it. But I'll tell you right now, if it's if it's something like this book, I I, I don't know if it's going to be that captivating to where I'm going to be like, holy shit, did you see the new Black Panther? Uh, because look again <laughs> it's politics which bores the shit out of me okay i'm not going to have that much fun watching uh, a kingdom have to
1: deal with the fact that you're not have you not seen the trailer
0: i've not seen the trailer it's there's not po- it's not politics
1: t- yeah yeah there's like a huge yeah. fucking car chase right in the middle of this thing
0: why because uh, is it because of uh, somebody got some vibranium and they're taking off with it or something i bet you that's the I, whole plot right somebody's got some vibranium They're going to make they're going to make a bomb or a weapon out of it and i don't know better- start you let's find
2: out and watch the movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Eric uh, Killmonger. Eric Killmonger steals the Black Panther's hubcaps and takes <laughs> off <sticks laughs> with them. Then my vibrating hubcap, get back <laughs> here with them And there's a car chase ensues. One wow. of the
2: characters found out the other one voted for Trump, and he's chasing yeah. him down. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Go see well, the movie. yeah, I'm going to go see the movie. I mean, you there's no doubt in my mind. Out. I've got movie pass. <laughs> <laughs> I've got movie pass. I'm I'm going to go see this. I'm going to try and not, see it opening weekend. Not for nothing. I don't if like I can go
1: movie. see Fifty Shades Freed, you can go see Black Panther.
0: Yeah. I'm going to drive to Florida and
2: punch you. In he the
1: already done first. did it,
0: Ronnie Adams. He done did it. He done went and saw it last night.
1: That's right. I did it with someone that wasn't my wife. What do you think about that?
0: Don't. I think. You need help. <laughs> uh, Mark Radlich, you you go first here, sir. Give us give us what's coming up on the network, what we got to look forward to, all that great stuff
1: uh let's see all right so tomorrow is uh, speaking of defending things that are indefensible we'll be doing an on trial where i have the dubious task of prosecuting training day and sean will be defending it he gets the easy job again and then on the metal hammer of doom it's valentine's day what better way to spend valentine's day than by reviewing israeli metal band orphan land oh, yeah uh Depending on when you are uh, listening to this, if you're listening to this on the Rattlerism Broadcasting Network, then tomorrow night on the Rattlerism Broadcasting Network was our the, the illustrious return of "Damn You Hollywood" with Robert Winfrey, and we'll be reviewing the actual Black Panther movie. And the day after that is the Metal Hammer of Dooms review of Philich Ape H. Unsamo and the Illegals choosing mental illness as a voichu. And then uh, we'll we'll end the week with Aquaman Volume One: The Trench from the New Fifty Two Run uh black sail season two right ronnie mm. right ronnie mm. <laughs> and, and metal remark. hammer of, and metal hammer of doom oh ronnie is really mad at me now <laughs> i feel bad um at least you didn't yell at me like my wife did um it's a whole other story anyway metal hammer <laughs> of doom review the new rum ahoy the triumph of piracy N- Jesse, there's a song on there called Netflix and Yar.
0: I've heard it, sir. I listened to most of the album that night while I was waiting for my daughter to get out of the movies. Isn't it great? Oh, it was interesting. It's <laughs> that vocalist. Uh, well, we'll talk about that. A That's bit, Jesse speak too. for. Mm. I hated it. No, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> Certainly wasn't that bad. It's it's no ale Storm. We'll just put it that way. It's
1: no ale Storm. It's no Ail Storm for dogs either. Mm, can't top that. No of course not (laughs) is that it i'm good
0: all right ronnie adams of the
1: screaming boy (laughs) what
0: what do you got man give give us some plugs here what do we what do we got to look forward to i have
2: a show called the screaming boy podcast we are a little behind in recording right now uh, but we're going to get something out here soon Within uh, the next week or so,
1: can I uh, ma- but- can I make a suggestion?
0: What? Oh no! Don't let, don't let him do this to you, Ronnie Adams.
1: Don't <laughs> you let you him like- I think on this the Screaming Boy podcast should dedicate an entire show to the Fifty Shades series. Let's do
0: a whole week. Let's do a whole week. Let's alternate movie book, movie book, book movie. Okay, yeah, sounds like a plan. No, Ronnie Adams. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> Continue.
2: Anyway, so we just raised a couple of. Uh, of uh, I don't even know remember what they're about right now but we released a couple of show or shows recently go back and check them out got some stuff coming up um, uh, in March I will be going to North Carolina comic-con so you'll be seeing a lot of pictures hopefully some uh, some videos and I, I want to get some uh, maybe a couple of uh, interviews out of there uh, because it's uh, it's really cool uh, I've been to, to I went to the North Carolina comic-con before when it was in Durham uh, North Carolina this one's in Raleigh North Carolina. And I've met some interesting people there and they've been to the last couple cons that I've been to. So hopefully I can get some, you know, get a few words from them. And then in July, I will be going to Raleigh SuperCon, where they just announced a new uh, guest added to the list, and that is Lou Ferrigno will be there. So the guests at the Raleigh SuperCon has just been insane. Uh, they just keep adding more more people. Uh, it seems like every week, it, 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 and I'm really excited to 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 be a part of that. So uh, to go, uh, actually uh, was uh, you know uh, blessed enough to get some uh, VIP tickets to the SuperCon. So I am really, 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 really excited for that because uh, it allows me to skip a few lines but John Barrowman from uh, from the Arrowverse, uh, you know uh, Doctor Who, Legends of Tomorrow, Flash, Torchwood, Arrow, uh, the uh, the Doctor Who and, and uh, Torchwood of course are not uh, in the Arrowverse, but you know he plays Dark Archer, uh, Dave Batista, Christian Cage of WWE and uh, TNA, uh, Michael Dorn who played uh Worf Worf on Star Trek New Generation. Lou Ferrigno, Mick Foley, Ryan Hurst from Sons of Anarchy and Remember the Titans. And he also was in uh Saving Private Rhino, do you believe? Gang Grail is gonna be there.
0: I got to I got to meet him one time. It was pretty cool.
2: Gang Grail, cool. Yep. Sean Gunn, Amy Joe Johnson, Jerry the King Lawler, uh Lloyd Kaufman, Trish Stratus, Diamond Dallas Page, uh Man. William Shatner um steve whitmire who you know he does a lot of the uh, uh muppets and and sesame street things like that eddie barrows uh and, and jim starlin is going to be there which i'm really super excited about uh so there's a lot of people going to be there and uh i'm i'm really stoked for this because also they have uh what's called fantasy super cosplay wrestling Oh yeah. <laughs> so you're going to, I'm going to get to see Skeletor and his minions take on I don't know who's going to be the 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 baby face of that, but it's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Oh, if it ain't a He-Man cosplay. Um- Gosh, I can't. Come on.
2: Yeah. So I mean they have in this they've got uh, Bane, Skeletor, and Evil Lynn are all in one team and Deadpool is there. So yeah, don't miss Skeletor, Evil Lynn, uh Mr. Satan. What? Deadpool, Bane, Jinx, Ray, Yoko, Littner, Roadhog, Junkrat, Star Lord. Super Mario, Spider Man, Daredevil, Molina, Harley Quinn, and more. So is there going to be gonna... a
0: whole show devoted yeah, to Yeah, everybody
2: that? wrestles in cosplay. Oh,
0: that's insane, dude! That's yeah. going to be awesome, though. That's going to be a lot of fun.
2: And then uh, also, uh, I've got uh, I've got something going on with with ExtraLife life.org. Extra life.org is a is, is taking donations for Children's Miracle Network, and they're doing it through gaming. So uh, if you ever see me live on Twitch, SBP Ronnie. Usually I'm on there just playing, you know, Call of Duty, Fortnite, uh, PUBG... A lot of different games. Uh, you'll see, you know, the link to there. But uh, extralife.org. I'm actually taking donations up to a hundred dollars, uh, up to, I mean, up to five hundred dollars. Hopefully, I can meet that and double that uh, before it ends in November the third. So I'm taking donations all the way up to November the third, which I will have a 24-hour gaming marathon uh, to finish it off. So uh, we're doing uh, these donations for Children's Miracle Network. And all of the proceeds uh, that I'm doing is going to Duke Children's Hospital. So it is it is definitely for a good, uh, a really good uh, purpose that we're doing this, and uh, it's for a good cause. And it's 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 been a lot of fun. Colmar and Tet is actually who inspired me to do this, and I know um, I, I know Sean's involved in it too. Uh, Mark. So Sean Comer, and it's, it is, uh, you can go to extra life.org, look up my name, Ronnie Adams, and you'll find the webpage there where you can donate. Uh, if you see it on Facebook uh, which you can find screaming boy Podcast on Facebook, just look up screaming boy podcast. You can find us on Twitter, screaming boy PR, find us on Instagram, uh, screaming boy podcast. If you see that, if you know, please feel free to open your wallet. Um, and uh, donate a little bit and if you know if you if you don't want to donate or can't donate if it's something that's uh, that isn't financially possible for you or anything like that then all you gotta do is hit that share button you know just share it so others can see it and uh, maybe open their wallet so we're looking uh, we're looking to get five hundred
0: dollars and then double it. that's a great and
1: cost Ronnie'll make you love him
0: huh <laughs> let me okay is adam doing some roll d20 or something yeah we're also on on roll
2: roll 20 uh, dot com net something uh we are we're something running yeah but if you just Google Roll Twenty, all one all one word, uh roll two zero.
1: Then you, say giggle? Huh? you giggle? huh? Giggle it. giggle it. I want to giggle. If you, it. If you just Google a little, oh, dear God. a little bit Oh dear God. <laughs> so you giggle it. If just you Google Roll you you'll
2: find it. But uh but Adam and I are in there, we're playing a little bit of Dungeons and Dragons online.
0: Are you guys recording it?
2: Can we get
1: no. a sh- Can we get a shirt that says we would just want to giggle it just a little bit?
2: <laughs> <laughs> my shirt for for source Material is just a picture of me holding my hold you know hand to forehead Arm. looking down
1: i was going to say no no the ronnie adams t-shirt for source material is you is a, is a uh, is just a neck and folded arms and the words harumph.
2: no i don't see somebody said harumph today that i that i go harumph.
0: i don't go harumph. <laughs> It's I'm Ronnie not. against the world tonight, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> He's fucking pissed. The, in the back <laughs> of the teacher
1: says, <laughs> and I keep coming back.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said that
2: today uh, on Facebook. Who was that? I'm yeah. like, I don't do that. Jordan Lowe.
1: Jordan Lowe, Jordan the Lowe. I'm there. like, no. No, you Jordan, totally
0: harumph.
2: I, uh, I don't do that. I'm actually
0: totally
1: Hilarious. I'm going to harumph you
0: right in the balls if <laughs> you do up.
1: There's a lot of harumping, especially when we disagree.
0: Uh, what day is it today,
1: Ronnie Adams? <laughs> harumph day. It's every day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh ronnie adam just watched you do the harumphy humph <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, ronnie Lord. don't ever be late for
0: a podcast again okay because i really don't want this duplicated in any way ever i don't want to have to I, uh, oh my goodness giving you too much crap tonight man we
1: apologize from the bottom of our hearts I like how you're
2: apologizing for Mark. Yeah, I, well, that's uh,
1: I. I haven't. I'm. I said I'm sorry. <laughs> He'll so sing it to you. Sorry. Believe it or not.
2: That's so yeah, much more genuine. To me that, and I have a problem with the validity of that. Apology <laughs> <thing>. <laughs>
0: all right. All right. We got to get out of here. It's almost, it's almost 2012 ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jesse Starcher. You just heard the source material podcast. If you are listening to this live on YouTube, God oh bless you. My gosh, I don't know <laughs> how you've made it this far. We, Put the raw stuff on YouTube, and then we edit this sucker and put up a fun gag reel over there on the blogtalkradio.com. Just search Radelich. That's R E V
1: E it is amazing that these things go like three hours and you now na- and then like you just like just it's
0: a 15 minute episode with a <laughs> a gag
1: reel. I look at the, I look at the post it's like wow really an hour I remember being up a lot later, <laughs> a lot later than that. what the hell are you cutting
0: oh there's you know hey you would be surprised there there and I think I've told you guys this before but there's a button that you can push on there that eliminates the gaps of silence and there are times usually when we go about an hour and a half where it takes 15 minutes of just complete silence out of there 15 minutes isn't that amazing Um, is there
1: a button to remove rumps
0: (laughs) (laughs) clearly not because the uh (laughs) i haven't been or at least i can't find it anyway it must be in the advanced settings i'll have to see but anyway yes Ladies and gentlemen, you can go check out blogtalkradio.com. Make sure to go give the Radulich in Broadcasting Network Facebook page a like to stay up on top of all the great podcasts that we have to offer. As mentioned before, we've got MMA. We talk wrestling. uh, We have all sorts of fun podcasts on metal uh, and a lot of stuff in the archives here for this show here, source material. Like I said, we're at 150 episodes. There's probably a book that you may have wanted to read or at least hear some people discuss. Maybe kind of find out what happened in there as well. I'm sure Mike
2: does ruin it.
0: Yeah. Listen to us ruin it. We will not be discussing 50 (laughs) shades of gray. There's a
1: comic book. If there's a comic book, can we cover it?
0: 50 shades of gray of the booty hole. I'm not talking about it on this podcast ever again. I will quit. 50
1: shades (laughs) of gray graphic novel. Uh,
0: No. Graphic is right. Tell me there isn't one,
1: Mark. Uh, Good.
0: All right. <clears throat> and he immediately uh, didn't go. Yes. Oh,
1: I would have been so happy.
0: Yes, you would have.
1: <laughs> so your mis- it, a-
0: Ronnie's misery is is just like it's it's like the nectar it, you of the you gods. Feed off of it. He does. He really does. He's like got big old chalices full of your misery, and he just continues to drink them left and right. Mm, the tears of Ronnie's pain. <laughs> All right, I'm ready to go to bed. Folks, you know where to find us now. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Tune In Radio, uh all sorts of great platforms out there. I don't know if we're on Spotify. I don't know if that's something that we can actually be on Spotify or if we have to be in some kind of a partnership, but I'll tell you I right now
1: I don't think we're on Spotify and I don't know how to get on Spotify.
0: Okay, all right. I didn't know if that was something I that tried one to. time and I don't know if that's true or not. So it's some kind it is it's some kind of a special deal. All right. Well I'm not gonna then don't go looking for us there because you know we're not on there. So I would I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest you go to that as a platform, but yes, BlogTalkRadio.com is our home. Go search the archives, ladies and gentlemen. I'm ready to get out of here. Ronnie Adams. Yeah. All right, Mark Rattelich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to get out of here. <laughs> wait, wait,
1: wait, stop, stop. There's there's two parody books of Fifty Shades. What's it called? <laughs>
0: oh, <boy. laughs>
1: he can't even get it
0: out. I guarantee you it's not as funny as you're making it out. <laughs> it can't be. There's no possible way. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: stop. You're making me laugh. you has gone into the muttly laugh. <laughs> Okay. Here we go. One's right. called Fifty Shades of Oy Vey Oh, come on! <laughs> wow. <sighs> the other one. Wait, there's one more, and then you can then you can sign off. No, I can get out of here. Okay. And then then there's the other one. that's called Fifty Shades of Earl Grey.
0: Oh, come on! <laughs> You're good night, <nice>, folks. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. All right. There's a, there's a link. I'm gonna send you the link. <laughs>
0: Well, isn't, that, always isn't that serendipitous? Um, <laughs> all right. So, yes, Ronnie Adams, Mark Radlich. I'm Jesse Starcher. Everybody, haaaaaaath. I gotta go get it, I gotta go get it, I
2: gotta go get it, I gotta go get it. Sure. Have- Miss me with that bullshit, bullshit. You're not a gang member, you're a tourist. i are be blacking out, I be
0: blacking out. Bought an 83 cutlass for
1: oh my goodness there's a there's a birth of a nation comic novel you don't know what birth of a nation is is that a public enemy song <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh- <laughs> clearly i don't
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh.
1: <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and right now there are learned black people going these fucking white people." <laughs> this is like wildly racist if i remember correctly i got a. did you say wildly
0: so or mildly
1: wildly. <laughs> the film <remains laughs> <Two>
0: different things, <laughs> very different things. Well, here's what we going to do
1: is going to be part of a comedy. nation the comic book. No. I don't
0: know if I'm qualified nor am I willing <laughs> to participate in that. I'm they, not that even, it has nothing to do with what the, well, Tell us what did the villain say at first? The villain comes Leave out of the there. Don't, us disturb us. don't disturb us. Don't disturb us.
1: Don't disturb us disturb us <laughs> <laughs> We're taking in <laughs> that pile. <laughs> <violent>, Hardware <laughs> robbing a bank. Don't disturb us. Uh, and Captain America says, why, why should it go ironically? well? <laughs> But I'm telling you right now, if you ask me any questions, I'm going to answer you why it didn't go well. (laughs) Don't make me give us the air horn.
0: Come on. Chala's past by the name of Claw has also put in place a plan to get revenge against Chala's family. Why would the Claw want to do this? Well, (laughs) Claws, shut up. Why doesn't it go well? (laughs) It doesn't go well the first time. Time to get revenge. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. I honestly wish that it was it <laughs> completely off and it didn't say that. Instead, the confirmation, <laughs> Captain America actually did say that has ruined this podcast. <laughs> it has ruined. It. <laughs> oh, <I'm> crud! <crying.
1: laughs> oh. I'm gonna pass on. <laughs>
0: I think I know where you're going. Are you going with Mormons? No, not Mormons. Okay. The, uh, the, 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 Vidians? The, the branch Davidians? Not the
1: branch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Baptists.
2: I don't know where you're going.
1: <laughs> maybe it was the... Just, maybe, maybe... Let me call my dad because he used to invite him in the house. Um, might be the Jehovah Witness. So let's go with that. Uh, um,
2: and you can get into the whole debate, but... Uh,
0: you can get into whole debate. Mark, he was that close to saying it.
2: <laughs> you can get into the whole debate about the about the voting system,
1: and it won't go well. Uh, it, it, it Why does should not it go well? Why,
0: Why should it, Why should go, it well? go well?
2: <laughs> Especially when Mark Radulich is <laughs>
0: on the other end of the table, roaming
2: to and fro like a lion.
1: We also waited forever for you to show up. Yeah, so.
2: Ronnie Adams. I fell asleep. I didn't get to take a nap so
0: before the podcast. Maybe I'm
2: that's why that I'm on it. i the podcast. <laughs>
0: Hey, listen, I only take a 45-minute nap. Oh, is that
1: it? Oh, because we we were ready to go at 9 o'clock. Wow. Mark Radlich,
0: when's the last time you fucking took a nap? Probably Metal Hammer
2: of
1: Doom. (laughs) Got (laughs) fired.
0: He falls asleep (laughs) on podcasts, everybody. Mark Radlich, I heard 80% of that, and I agree with 100% of it. No, no, don't do that.
1: (laughs) You started your sentence with, we live in a culture, and I'm like, oh, this is not going to be good.
0: Wait a second, Mark. (laughs) You missed your cue, sir. When you hear that, what comes Um,
1: along? This is not going to go well.
0: (laughs) Why should it? Why should it go well?
2: if John Boy down in the uh, uh, down in the trailer park that doesn't make as much money as uh, He's been uh, going whatever what, uh, you know as, as <laughs> what's his name something gray uh, Earl gray. gray Gray
1: Dorian Gray it's Earl so his name is Earl they don't
2: make it, they don't make it they're Earl not millionaires like <laughs> <laughs> whatever so, shut up get
0: you some milk and I some- can't breathe yet
2: <laughs> I, I can't I can't have an opinion that Mark doesn't poop on <laughs> <laughs>
0: Can we call it? I don't want to go to bed. I really do. It's just to go to sleep. Not to do anything crazy or <laughs> kinky.
2: not to beat each other with whips. We're no, I right. just want to sleep. Oh, no. I'd rather sew my sack to my leg than get to sleep. <laughs>